Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Game of Thrones, A Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Well, there was a bear bear, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hi, I'm Guile. I tweet at Door Podcast, and tonight I'm joined by Lot. Hi, I'm Lot, Lady of Tarth, hyphen posts on Tumblr. Clotho. Hi, I'm Clotho, and you can find me at Clotho Spindle on Twitter. Eon. Howdy, this is Eon, Eon Blue Negative on Tumblr. And we're joined by um, one of our occasional gents who's actually going to be joining us for all of Season 8, Devin. Hi, this is Devin, GD Harpo on Twitter. And Tina. Hi, I'm Tina, and you can find me at Cutie Pillar on Tumblr. And tonight we're going to be discussing, after an 84-year-long break, um, Season 8, Episode 1 of Game of Thrones, entitled Winterfell. And as always, we have our standard spoiler warnings, as well as um, trigger warnings for, like, I don't know, child murder and dismemberment? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're watching Game of Thrones at this point, I guess, you know, that, that is what you get. Um, looking back, though, I did want to note that our very first episode of Close the Door and Come Here was on April 15th, 2014. So we are at our five-year anniversary. Wow. Um, I don't know if that's like a paper anniversary or, you know, diamonds, perhaps. Um, now I have to Google. I know. I figured so, I was just, I figured someone would Google. So um, Just send Patreon subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, five years, and, you know, we're heading towards the home stretch of, of Game of Thrones. Uh, what summer children we were back in 2014. So I, uh, the five-year anniversary gift is wood, and we are going to be getting wood this season. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> I hope that's what she said. <laughs> cool. I just picture, you know, it's so funny. You went wood and went, like, that direction. I immediately went to, like, maybe, like, a hand-carved Adirondack chair. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh. Did you forget what podcast we are? <laughs> no. Send us your handcarved Adirondack chair. So uh, we we open the season with really exciting news, which is brand new credits. So I was spoiled that the credits were new, but I, I had no idea what they were going to be. And you know they're really quite spectacular. We yeah. see a hole in we see the hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, we go down into Winterfell's crypts. We get like the layout of Winterfell, which was interesting, like how you could see the heart tree That's in it. Cool. And then um, actually inside the Red Keep to the Iron Throne itself. So I thought that was extremely well done. Yeah, I, I like loved that. it. I like the tiles that were flipping yeah. after, like, where the opening is in the wall. So it looks like that's to symbolize the White Walkers as they're marching south. Oh, yeah. yeah, the whole thing was just, you know, as always, like, as much as we'll criticize the show, there are some things that are really, 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 really well done. Visually impressive, yeah. So we open the show with, um, you know, the first of probably many parallels to the first season where we have... Um, a parallel to Robert's arrival in Winterfell way back in episode one, as we see young Ned Umber, um, don't get too attached, <laughs> climbing, 
to <laughs> to watch as um as Daenerys and crew roll into town, and we see the people of the north, you know, Arya included, who's Arya's kind of hiding herself in the crowd, and they don't seem too impressed with with everyone. Um, you know, definitely with Danny, we see Grey Worm and Missende are visibly uncomfortable with the lack of welcome. But really, we we really see everyone's arrival through Arya's eyes, and you know Maisie Williams, I think, does this nice job of showing her reaction to seeing these characters. So, like, you know, her thrill at seeing John, um, you know, maybe a little bit of anger and shock at seeing the Hound, and then like a little bit of giddiness, I think, almost about mm-hmm. seeing Gendry. Definitely giddiness. Mm-hmm. For sure, with the dragons. Oh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I even got a little bit of, t- like, I mean, from Arya, she seemed a little disappointed that he didn't see her. Yeah, you know, I thought so, too. Thing. Yeah, But she kind of blended, like, everybody blended in. The colors were so muted, and, you know, all the mm-hmm. browns and grays and blacks. Like, I don't see how, you, especially if you're not, you know, they've been walking probably, you get the impression for a long while with people on the side. It would be so hard to uh, pick somebody out. Yeah. But I guess she felt like... <laughs> So we get our first little bit of dialogue, um, which is Varys and Tyrion, who are, they are riding in a carriage. And um, guess what it is? Anyone? Ball jokes. Yeah, yeah it's big a big joke. Jokes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, uh, which I almost I took the, the fuck you now. to the critics. I took that as like a fuck you to the critics, basically. Uh, like that was very kind of you, you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought they were being witty. <laughs> well... I don't know. That's true. They could have they, they could have thought they were being witty, which really is probably even worse. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> so, you know, we, we go from that and there's really no substance to that conversation other than them talking about dick like about dick and dwarf joke jokes. Um and then we see we go back to John and Danny as they're riding and John warns Danny that northerners don't trust outsiders. But then her dragons buzz the crowd, and, you know, Danny gets, like, the first of what's, like, a million, like, super smug looks that she throws in this episode. God, so... It, it, it's a personality change. Is this more... I mean, I that's always irritated me about how they've chosen to either direct her or, like, that character drives me crazy with that haughty attitude. And the, but it seems extra this season. Oh, I think it's completely um. amped up. Yeah, like, it's... You know, I was thinking, like, it's too bad that she doesn't, you know, it's too bad for the character of Danny that Olena's dead, because, like, mm-hmm. as this episode, it quickly becomes apparent. She needs someone who's oh. not in love with her and is not afraid of her. Oh, yeah. And, you yeah. know, everyone else is either one, of, one or the other, I think. I don't think uh, Sansa's afraid Sansa. of her. Sansa! She's, 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 she's frustrated. Give it time. I think she's yeah. gonna, I mean, she's had her little looks and quips here and there, but, yeah. I know what you mean. It would be great to see yeah. Olana dish shit out. <laughs> yeah, I think she so, had that age and that kind of commanding attitude that she didn't take any shit. So speaking of Sansa, we also get this really great shot of Sansa outside Winterfell as the dragons fly overhead. And I mean, like, Sophie Turner looks so good in that red hair and fur against all of that yeah. white. Like, damn, like, she's, like, stunning in this shot. Yeah. Sophie yeah. Turner looks good, period. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she does, but she looks really good, like, in that setting. It's like, you know, all these, oh, you know, I don't want to get into this whole generis, I don't even know if that's how you say it. Like, that's how much I don't care. 
Jansa versus Janaris? Is that what it is? Like, oh, so stupid. I feel like I lost like IQ points just by saying those words. But um, I will just say I I think Sans is prettier than Danny. Um, she's more queenly. I mean, she's silly. Really she's, she's, she's a bearing about her. You know, she's. I think she's more regal than uh, Danny comes across. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's just, you know, like, obviously Sophie Turner has the height and everything, and Amelia is obviously, like, an inner, you know, she's like a a secret goofball, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, like, with with Danny, she's like, I'm here, I'm finally here, and I'm the queen, so she's being kind of smug about it, and it's like, no, you really haven't won anything yet. That doesn't go over well. Well, and I think she, you know, for some unknown reason, she feels like she's untouchable, and it's like, dude got touched pretty bad like you know like you're you're down one Mm -hmm. um so john rides into the winterfell um courtyard and he immediately sees bran and embraces bran you know tells him he's a man and bran's like not yet and i don't know about you guys but i was so happy that they let isaac show some emotion this year um at least compared to last year, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah compared to last year, but still. When, oh god, when he said almost, I was like, "What is this? What are we? What is he wow. implying?" Like, well, yeah, what is? I mean, but he did smile a little bit, so I mean, yeah. that was something. So yeah, what was he implying? Like that he's a virgin yet? I don't. Know. Maybe that he's not think... like of that he's not all there and he's not all human or something. Yeah. He's almost a man, almost yeah, a tree. Yeah. yeah, he's not. <laughs> Fully a man because he's art tree. <laughs> Hence the wood theme coming back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the anniversary, everybody. Back. Yeah. <laughs> Raise a glass to us. Um, so John introduces Danny to everyone, and if you look close, we get one of our only shots of Brienne and or Pod all yep, episode. Yep. So. Gosh. I didn't Say notice hello. them till the second watch. I was like, where the hell are they? I saw them yeah. in the credits. And, you know, Stanza is very polite but cold, and, and Bran literally immediately says, we don't have time for this, <laughs> tells, you know, tells everyone the dead are coming, and they have one of Danny's dragons. And literally, the rest of the episode is essentially about everyone ignoring that. <laughs> like, There's no and, sense of urgency about that yes. at all. Right. And Bran so, says it at the top of the episode. Uh, and I'm like, like what, are, what are we doing? Let's go on a joyride and make out. Like, oh, it's so nuts. Yeah, so it's just—it's <laughs> utter—it's utterly maddening. Like, I feel like if an omnipotent little kid or you know kid tells me something, I'm not gonna like just blow it off. You know, like, I will actually pay attention. It will consume you until it is fixed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there wasn't even a conversation about it then. Like, right. it just looked yeah. like, what is he talking about? Like, yes. what? She was kind of like, well, how dare you talk to me? Like, that's how yeah. her face like, looked. Like, looked. what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, it was very confusing. So we cut indoors and, um, you know, little, little Lord Ned Umber, again, don't get too attached, um, it needs to go back to Last Hearth because basically they need more carts and horses in order to, um, you know, collect all of the people. And this is like, I know that there's like a million things to nitpick or whatnot, but this is like the one that really pisses me off because they did it last year too. Like, no one thought to use dragons to cover the retreat. Like, this is basic exactly. military yeah. strategy. It's like, 
Why? Jesus, you're gonna send they... a fucking year old to like do this? Like, he oh got a dragon! And he didn't have anybody with him. I'm assuming he did, but he had no one there. Like, he's just running out. Let me go. Let me go run. Yeah, like, it looked like he went on his own. Like, yes! when they said that, I said, oh, he's not coming back. Like, I said, he's definitely not coming back. I didn't expect what happened, but I was like, he's not coming back. They should have just slapped a red shirt on him, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. God. But it did seem like he was going back by himself. Right. <laughs> yeah, it just was so, like, so incredibly stupid, given the rest of the episode. So then um, we get our other little brat, Liana Mormont. It is, you know, Liana Mormont basically gets it starts being a little bitch about John bending the knee. And <sighs> honestly, so. like, I'm, I'm sick of her shtick. And I don't care about any of this. <laughs> right. And it's like, like bitch, it, everybody not, that's not John right. is just annoying right now. Well, and it's like, bitch, did you not just hear what his omnipotent brother said? You know, like, what do you understand? <laughs> exactly. Sit down and let the grown-ups talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so John, John does stand up, and he gives this nice speech about... You know, he's choosing the North and allies over a crown. And, you know, he's brought, like, literally two armies and two dragons so everyone can just shut the fuck up. Mm. And, you know, people are not shutting the fuck up, unfortunately. <laughs> so then, no, I mean, come on. Look at uh, their perspective. These people know history. Like, who's glad to see a fucking Targaryen? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a come big in part there. of it. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then, like, Tyrion, you know, gets up and oh. starts to, like stand up for him and mentions the Lannister army coming. It's yeah, like, not a The great. way he says we have the Lannister army, oh, like, just, he just tacks it on at the end. And also the Lannister army is coming. Sheepish. <laughs> <laughs> like, he seems so sheepish. Yeah. As oh, well God. he should. <laughs> like, you're not helping Tyrion, and I don't really know if he means to not help or if he means to help. <laughs> but either way, the result is the same. <laughs> Like, that's the thing, like, and all I of get, this... Like, I totally get... What... Oh, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just saying, I totally get why the Northern Lords are mad and all that, but just as John said, it just doesn't matter right now. Like, and... Like, that's my whole thing, is, like, I can't wait for, like, everybody to see the Army of the Dead and be like, well, shit, it really did matter. Well, that's what I'm wondering, like, uh, how many of those people have actually seen them in person, or is right. it a lot of it hearsay? You know how people just don't want to face reality, like, the world could be falling down around everyone. No, I, still I not relate to that at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. Scary parallels. I think this... Sansa was the only one who really brought up, like, a very good point like how the fuck are they going to feed all these people plus the dragons yeah i like that kind of stuff like that you should be concerned about that yeah the show's trying to like iron I over liked... that crap but details <laughs> yeah i like that she brought that up but then she said she didn't plan for it but i was like you knew what john was going south yeah, for you knew he was true. going to bring back at least two armies and maybe <laughs> well, three dragons like yeah. that's why he left and you were like i didn't plan for that well that kind of seems like your fault no, how I, does I, that I, fall on Sansa to how to feed Daenerys' armies? Well, I mean, the armies should be bringing their own food, and maybe if yeah. they wouldn't have burnt food, yeah. all that shit from Highgarden, they would have Oh, food. God, that was oh, terrible. God, yeah. yeah, they wasted all that whole loot train or whatever burning crap. Mm-hmm. God, what a waste. That was bad. But that was, that was, that was also from start before to finish. Danny ever saw 
the undead, right? Yeah. The army of the dead, right? Yeah, because that was episode four. Because like she wasn't fully bought in either until she so, okay. saw what was happening. Yeah. But, but even still, you know, like, but you, you know, food. yeah, they waste, and you know, it's right. like you know, you're going to war either way. Bring your, bring some food for your fucking dragons. Also, can the dra- Here's my question: Can the dragons eat the undead? Because like. <laughs> I mean, you figure dragons are probably closest related to vultures, right? So, like, that's what I would yeah. like. If they're hungry, there's like, you know, like a whole bunch of like half rotten meat coming. I could picture like, them giving them indigestion, like they're burping and like blah, blah, after they eat them. <laughs> like, <laughs> they just, well, well, terrible stuff. dragon shits. Oh, God. <laughs> Just alive the whole time. Yeah, the undead really give you the rolls. Yeah, makes like the dragon glass right there, the dragon shits. Oh. You can win. That's how you make dragon glass. You eat white dragon, eats a white walker. But yes, uh, Sansa asks the legitimate question: What do dragons eat? And Danny is just whatever they want. <sighs> that, 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 that was like little children because that that's what you're eating before. How do you not see that as a threat? Yeah, that's a direct threat! threat. And John just fucking sat there like a dumbass. (sighs) That's not how you win over Northerners. (laughs) I said I was going to be positive about this season, but they're making it so hard. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing, like, everyone, like, the... It's all kind of stupid, but at least it's entertaining. Like, this scene, I'm entertained by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, But I think everyone's being stupid. It is fun to kind of see people together that you yeah, haven't yeah, been able yeah. to see yeah. together in quite some time. I am enjoying yeah. that bit of it, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm enjoying it. So, <laughs> speaking of people that we haven't seen together for a while, our next scene is um, Tyrion coming up to chat his wife up. And they talk a little bit about the purple wedding, and, you know, Sansa says it had its moments. Which I thought was just, that was <laughs> good. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> And, you know, she kind of rags on him because she can't believe that Tyrion is stupid enough to trust Cersei. And Tyrion tells her that Cersei has something to live for, which I assume is an allusion to her being pregnant. And, you know, again, is she? Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck cares? But then here, the intriguing thing is Bran, you know, we see Bran give Tyrion, you know, the stare. Which, so does you know, Bran is that know Bran that Tyrion is the, something? Yeah, he knows that Tyrion's going to betray them. Maybe that's why Bran's staring at him. I mean, that's what I'm thinking, but I mean, if that's going to happen, like, why are you keeping that to yourself? Also, yeah, like, if Bran has if Bran has all this knowledge, why is he not letting people know future stuff? Like, that's uh, unless it's like a Doctor Strange that's thing. That's what I was going to say. Like, what, yes. Yeah, where he where he has to let it play yeah, out. Yeah, he has to let bad things play out. That's exactly. But he what was, was never told any rules. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He doesn't want to let any spoilers out. <laughs> well, I mean, did you did you think Bran is really strict about spoilers? <laughs> like, like, okay, Tyrion, like Peter Dinklage is not a bad actor, but that speech in the hall was so awful. It sounded so fake and like extra sweetsy, sweetsy. Like, oh, we're gonna, you know, it sounded weird to me. And I don't know if I'm reading things into it or maybe he was just had a bad day. But it didn't sound, it didn't sound um, it, what do you say, genuine. But again, like here's the here's my biggest criticism of D&D. If this is what's going to go down and they've done shit like this before, then they're totally betraying the audience by not, you know, by 
not giving us the crucial scenes. Like they're betraying everything for a shock at the end. Yeah, and like, yeah. isn't it yeah. most they fun for us do that. if we yeah. see that? Like, give us that scene between Cersei and, and Tyrion and where they Tyrion, can yeah. us. Well, here's what and I don't let us, like, know that this is going to happen. Like, oh. that's more fun. Okay, so how does this fit in with Jamie shows up? Doesn't Jamie know that Cersei's not going to do what she says she does? So how does that conversation go? Doesn't Jamie tell people, "Hey, Cersei's going to double cross us"? Like, I, he he left because she was. Well, it looks like they're putting him on. What? Oh well, I was saying, well, it looks like they're putting him on trial next next week for something. Yeah. Probably. So I wonder if he has time. To, I mean, wouldn't that be bad on to even part yeah. not to mention that? Like, that's what I'm stuck at because she did tell him she wasn't going to. She told I don't you. know if they're differentiating between her not coming north and her actively plotting against them. You so know? maybe he thinks she just changed her mind. Oh, uh, okay. Or yeah, like is he, yeah, is, or but, is she just going to, like, I think from his perspective, he thinks that she's just going to sit tight. Yeah, I mean, I'd, yeah, I'd love, not do anything. I'd love to see a scene where... Jamie says, hey, Tyrion, like, do you think this is legit? Because this is what she said to me. But I'm sure they won't give us that. <laughs> no, because they're, they're literally selling. If, if, if the plot is Tyrion betraying, mm. if, if the plot is that Tyrion has a deal with Cersei, they've made a decision to betray the entire season for that one little plot twist. Oh which, which, I mean, it sounds like something the they would do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which I, I, not. I think... Oh, I hope that. Yeah, I hope that. Yeah. I, hope I think it's like the Cobra way. necklace. It's going to happen. I think that they, it's so bad that we didn't think it was real. We still think Stoneheart's going to be on. <laughs> yes. Never give up hope on that. <laughs> so we get to um, what I think is Devin's favorite part of the episode, which is um, we go back to the heart tree, and it's the hug that we've all been waiting for. As we see Arya and John reunite. Um, you know, to me, it strikes me as how good Maisie Williams is when they let her act like a human being again. Like, she has yes. that childishness yeah. and vulnerability. Yeah. Um, and, you know, interesting, I thought the most interesting thing about this little scene was um, how vigorously she defends Sansa. And, like, mm-hmm. she's totally on the side of the Starks, like, immediately. Um but you know, yeah. what did you guys think of like the emotion of the of the reunion? Oh, right on. I like. Yeah. I was gonna say I really like the bit where she snuck up on him and he seemed like startled. Like, how how did you sneak up on me? Like, I yeah. thought that was so cute. <laughs> I, mean, I think all I've I've really wanted. I mean, it was. Gosh, I mean, I think I, I think I kind of like just squeed a little bit when it happened. I mean. Yeah. Just watching them, like, um, with, you know, looking at each other's swords and everything, it was just, it was perfect. I, I liked it. I just love the extended, long, like, silence. Just you could, like, embrace the feeling instead of just being like, mm-hmm. oh, hug, now we're talking. It was like, no, just feel it. Yeah, yeah they they let it last. I, I loved it. Because um, I, I was so afraid that they were going to play. Like no option, like stone cold killer. That's all she is now, and I was so glad they didn't do that. Yeah, it was nice to see uh, Ari away. Yeah, the and only then, thing that would have made it better would be Ghost and Nymeria being yeah. around. Oh, yeah, well, no. I mean, I think I I said this on Twitter. Like, Ghost is at the shelter. He got you know 
I, th- I said it was like if, um, yeah, you get a new puppy, but actually it's more like Ghost got to the shelter because John's new girlfriend is, you know, allergic, oh, quote unquote. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, my Did you God. see Danny's coat she was wearing? Yeah. But, you know, she's aller- She's just allergic to wolves. And, you know, a good hypoallergenic pet like a dragon is totally fine. <laughs> no fur. Yeah, no fur. So, yeah, so so poor Ghost is at the shelter. Um Ooh. Yeah, you know that they're gonna like immediately kill him as soon as he's on too. Like the second you see Ghost, like, like he's got a second left to live. What? Yeah, yeah. If he doesn't show up, I'm glad because I yeah. know that when he shows up, he's dying immediately. Mm-hmm. He's going the way of Ned Umber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Hey, no spoilers. Um, <laughs> so we we had south for for a spell. And it's King's Landing, and look, it's our buddy Kyburn! Yay! Yay. <laughs> I still get happy when I see him. It's great. Yeah, I, I like that too. I get a good actor. So he tells Cersei, you know, he's all solemn, like about the horrible news from the north about the wall falling, and she's just like, "Good." Um, yeah, she's like, "Fine, whatever. Good for me." And uh, even even in Cersei's mind. How is that good? <laughs> They're going to kill her I, I, enemies. I could not wrap my head around it. Because, yes, they will, like, they'll kill your enemies. I get that part, Cersei. But then they are immediately coming to kill you. So I don't... Oh, we'll just like, cross that bridge when we it. come to it. <laughs> I think in her mind, she so, like, thinks... I think in her mind, she thinks that they're going to take care of of that problem up there. And then they're going to be winking. And then, you know, she's going to just be able to just knock them out because they're, they're going to be weak from that battle up there. Yeah. Yeah, and this is before she thought she would have elephants. Yeah. So, <laughs> zombie bones. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the elephants is tragic that she doesn't get those. <laughs> Oh, it would be great if they had like a scene where she has her quote unquote Kyburn type experts like researching what to do about these things. How to transport or like how to transport elephants over. No, no, I mean dealing with the White Walkers. So, oh, like she's thinking about she... part two of the plan. Maybe right? she thinks Cersei like you know. Yeah, maybe she thinks he can cook something up because he's kind of he's been doing kind of mystically things with dead bodies. Yeah, and like the way he picked the hand. <laughs> up last yes, season yes, when yeah. when like when he saw he just seemed intrigued by it oh, like, yeah. yeah I can do something Ooh. with this you think he smelled it <laughs> you totally smelled the hand didn't he <laughs> he could have licked it he, de- he definitely did he probably <laughs> licked it <Yeah. laughs> he probably cried a little bit on the inside when they burned it oh yeah he's oh. probably so sad <laughs> oh Kyber <laughs> you know it's like I feel like the thing is is he can't really help it like, he's like the, like, oh, I hate to say this, but he's kind of like a Jeffrey Dahmer thing where there's just something, like, horrific inside of him oh, yeah. that makes this way, whereas, yeah. like, Cersei, it's more purposeful. So I feel like, you know, I have a little more empathy for Kyburn, if you will. But Well, yeah, he's a sociopath. Like, <laughs> she's a narcissist. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> um, I did, like, on Gay of Thrones, they gave her a new nickname this year, which is... um. Evil no volume Carol Brady. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Oh, yeah. I like the new nickname. Kills me. Uh, I love that we get to call her Carol. Um, so anyway, Cersei is 
she's hanging out, you know, look in the vista of King of the Red Keep, and we see the Iron Fleet in Blackwater Bay, and we um, we see Euron and you know what Aaron, um, our friend Aaron, has dubbed Bootleg Jamie Harry Strickland <laughs> arrive, <laughs> and we get this scary Euron music, which is just so like this version of of show you're on is so not worthy of like scary music. He's like, not at all, not at all scary. Like there's literally nothing scary about him. It's just comical. (laughs) That's all it is. It's like, they're just playing it for comedy. Right. And I mean, when you think of book you're on where he's this fucking terrifying, you know, near God in all Valerian steel armor that you're like, how are they ever even going to do anything to him? You know? <laughs> and it's like, Oh, he's like a sort of sexy pirate, you know, <laughs> sort of, sexy. you know, like, do they look, do they even like crack feast or dance open? No. Yeah. No. They just read the cover. Yeah. So, you know, Euron is talking to Asha who he still has. Um, apparently it has, kept captive but not you know done anything to basically and he's like oh i'm gonna go fuck the queen haha and it's like okay <laughs> like join the club so um bootleg jamie and euron present their army to cersei and you know euron's basically can we fuck now and cersei's all you know where are my elephants <laughs> um, <laughs> and that was apparently foreplay because they do do the deed but we don't get to see it which is kind of annoying to me because you know, really, you're you're going to all this bother to have him have sex. It's Game of Thrones. Like, I want to see it. Like, right. I don't, like, yeah, I don't need um, to see Bronze random threesome with horrors. Right. Like, like, right. That's like, so boring. F your exposition. That's so like your sex position. Sorry. That's so like 2012. You know, come on. Oh, Give me actual characters banging. That's what I would like. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, that's <laughs> that's me. So why do you think she changed her mind and like decided to bang him? Oh, I think she baby. remembered that that's what that book Cersei. That's like her one move she has. Is well, I, I mean, I was thinking. Well, I guess she doesn't realize that till later that she can then use it as a cover for having the baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I, that's what I thought in the moment. I was like, I well, like how many months the baby passed? Like, yeah, I think it's hard to tell because her hair doesn't grow for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Her yeah, Jamie has like a full on beard and like longer hair. Her hair is stuck at her earlobes. But, like, yep. she clearly can't be pregnant because, I mean, it's a ma- it's months. Like, she would have to be showing. Right. And she's I, drinking wine. Didn't they already <laughs> say not to pay attention to timelines or something? Who said that? Didn't they? Oh, but can I pay attention to like human gestation? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about anything else. Is that she is in Westeros. She is drinking wine, right? Yeah. She, that was like a whole giveaway before is that she wasn't drinking. So. And see, I, I thought the drinking wine was a cover. At, well, like as of like to be like. To not tip Euron off that she already is. Like, that's kind of what I thought. But Oh, it was like I she wasn't actually... Wasn't she drinking it, though? Was she just holding Did it? Did they care yeah, back yeah, then? I mean, I, I mean I, would I she have cared? Like, Did they know that back then? That, like, back well, then? Well, in this like, mystical guess, world where... She should yeah. be, like, seven months pregnant, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just calling I, back to last season when last that season, is what yeah. they used as the giveaway well, that she... Yeah. Do we have any indication she wasn't drinking? Okay, do we have any indication how long time has passed? Like... Is there anything that the show is giving us to tell us how long it took Danny well, and them Jamie's to get back? Jamie's beard. <laughs> didn't they say in season one it took a, didn't the 
Did they say that it took like a month to get there? They said it took a month, but it was just Jamie by himself. So So that would be, I'd say, like half the time. But I mean, like, also all of, you know, the entire army, which had to come from Dragonstone. And, you know, yeah, had to come up from, get prepared, come from Dragonstone. She hires the Golden Company. They come from, you know, come from Essos to King's Landing, you know, attempt some, you know, attempt to bring some elephants enough time for, like, people that were, like, gambling to get killed. Like, time has passed. <laughs> That's the thing is so weird. Like, if they weren't going to have the baby thing and her make a face, then why would he even mention, I'm going to put a baby in your belt? Like, it was so weird. Right, like, why would well, he give it a could shit? either right. be, like, she's going to, it's, she's going to pretend that the baby she's already pregnant with yeah. is his, well, or she's going to pretend that his baby is Jamie's, like, because she's going to have another scene with Jamie somewhere down the line. No one will know unless it comes out with, like, you know, eight limbs or something. She'll, like, be, oh, dead it's a the, yeah, and she'll be dead before that <laughs> happens. So, yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. The show, like, the show doesn't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I think so, she did it on purpose, like, as to be manipulative. Like, she, of course she wouldn't give him what he wants at first. Like, she has to play him and make him think he convinced her. So I think it was all planned. She is very manipulative, and she won't do anything she doesn't want to do. So if she feels she's being manipulative, then she'll want to sleep with him to get her way. I mean, show you're on, he's, you know, he's, like, ridiculous, but he might be kind of fun. Yeah. Well, she said he's not boring. Right, I liked him because on a scale from your dead husband to your brother, how good? (laughs) (laughs) Now that is a question you don't get on a scale from your dead husband to your brother. How great was was sex? (laughs) That's a good thing. (laughs) Oh God! So speaking of sex, we um we cut to Bron hooking up with three naked women, and we get this gratuitous Ed Sheeran mention. I don't know if you guys caught that. Yes. William has no eyelids. Yeah, like oh for fuck's sake. Um, we never cared in the first place. Like I cared about like the dude they killed off that did all of the imitations of the actors. Like that care that like cameo I cared about, but um. So anyway. Kyburn arrives and offers Bronn Cersei's new deal, which is that um, he gets basically a wagon of gold to murder her brothers. And, you know, my notes just say, true love, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) This is so dumb. And it's just, I mean, as much as I appreciate Kyburn, like, it is kind of annoying that like, they indulge Jerome Flynn and Lena Headey to this extent. Like, I work with people I don't like. I don't get to not be in, like, I should pull that. Well, I'm not going to do the conference with that. <laughs> I actually don't have any. I was like, who would that be? And I'm like, there's really no one I wouldn't want to be in a conference room with. Like, there's nothing that bad. Good lucky you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, so Bron, we don't know what he's going to do. If he's going to, you know, do Cersei's deeds or if he's going to... Um, you know, bro it up. I feel like he's probably going to bro it up, but, you know, who the no, hell knows? No, you think so? I thought there was a comment he made that people wouldn't be liking his character this oh, year. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, they always say the opposite of what's going to happen. I think maybe Pod kills him. He like, tries he to kill Jamie and him. Pod, yeah. Hmm. Like how Bronn snuck up on Pod. I don't yeah, we said that, I think. Yeah, um, last week, yeah. Mm. But... I, th- I just don't see 
I see Braun looking out for Braun, like he always yeah. does. Yeah. I'm gonna Braun. Yeah. Braun's gonna Braun. <laughs> so but um, if she if she sense. wanted to send somebody to kill her brothers, they both told her to do it already. Like, right. like if you want me yeah. dead, go ahead now. And yeah. then Jamie the same thing. And he gave off oh, one of my favorite lines, I don't believe you. And like she just right. let him leave. So I mean to what well, yeah, to get Jerome Flynn and Lena Heaty out of the same place, but good grief. Right, they could have just had Braun, like, go with Jamie. Just like, go with Jamie, that's what sense. I said. Like, if you need to get him north, just let him go yeah, with that's Jamie. that's why I'm right. wondering why they did that. Like, why do you think they did this to, to, in order to get rid of Tyrion? Like, an easy way to... I can't see Tyrion dying that way. I mean, that seemed like an anticlimactic for either of them. I mean, the only thing would be to have, like, small... To have, like, drama. small stakes drama yeah. in the midst of, yeah. like, large yeah. drama. Yeah, yeah. And a way to kill, like maybe to make it more personal, the pod gets killed. Maybe somehow, like we said, like pod, you know, maybe yeah. they kill each other somehow, kind of thing, you know, fighting. Oh God! Yeah. Like I, I definitely think this is how a Bron dies, like during pod, tr- during this mission somehow. I just don't know how, but I do like the idea that pod kills him. Yeah, I mean, doesn't need to succeed, and definitely try to kill them and just die. Yeah. Then they get to die in a different. Yeah. 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 I mean, he has no choice either. You know, he can't deny Cersei this request. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, he has to go north. It's just like, you she know. She already gave him the gold, too. Right. But, you know, a lot of good gold's going to do you in, you know, the current circumstances. It's like, yeah. couldn't he just and run travel. off? I mean, what? I know. Right. right. The card of gold yeah, that's what Ron would either. really do. What yeah. Ron would run really off. do is take run that off. money in. Ron. Yeah. Because he knows yeah. there'll be chaos yeah, soon everywhere. He would take a boat. Yeah, he would take a boat yeah. elsewhere because yep. he knows. Yeah. Yeah. Go hang out with Dario. Definitely what Bron would (laughs) actually do. (laughs) So while Cersei and Euron and Bron and Three Chicks and everyone else are getting it on, um, Theon and his merry band of Iron Men sneak on to silence and rescue Asha in like thirty seconds. Like (laughs) it's just literally like check mark that plot. I know. I was glad it was quick though because I was like, I don't need this dragged out. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Did you hear that? Like one of the um, one of the crew that got his eye like with an arrow that was um one of the guys on um always sunny in philadelphia yeah, yeah. Charlie day and um oh, was it really uh, i think yes. was it rob Matt? it was i think there were two of them on the boat there oh. were two of them i think <laughs> that's awesome after i didn't notice that i have to look for that it was yeah. a nice callback to you know theon being a good archer as well uh, you know we know that about him yeah and, that's, that's you what know. i said yeah so asha you know is like we're going to take back the Iron Islands and we can prepare it in case people need to retreat because you know the dead can't go in the water, which solid strategy. Like, all yeah. right, Ash is like literally the person thinking. Um, but you know, baby Theon needs to go to Winterfell to fight, and Asha's like, okay, you, you know, Good what luck is with that? that? <laughs> no, I mean it's like she gets <laughs> that he needs to do this, and they kind mm-hmm. of say their goodbyes. Um, and I feel like this is probably the last we'll see of Asha since, yeah. you know, they seem to don't want to write for her character. She's going to um, go join Mira. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No shit. Like she and Mira are going to like <laughs> hang out. Um, so we go back to Winterfell as more people and supplies are rolling in, including the car Starks. Um, and we do have the cute little thing with uh, Tyrion and Varys kind of giving Davos shit about, you know how crappy the onion sigil is compared to like the car stark sigil um but you know i mean i think the onions kind of i got no issue with that so they start 
chattering like gossipy old men about um about John and Danny basically like what's going to happen if if they win you know essentially what's going to happen and Davos says um you know maybe what you know maybe what we need is a just woman and a noble man to rule the seven kingdoms and you know in my notes I have it in all caps but who does that mean yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's clearly not John and Danny <laughs> yeah, so yeah. You know, is it Arya and Gendry? Is it Tyrion and Sansa? Or, you know, is it Jaime and Brienne? Um, you know, all of those yeah. would seem to apply, kind of. Yeah. Um, so speaking of our favorite aunt and nephew of romance, um, you know, even though Danny has just found out that her child has been turned into an undead abomination, like, remember yeah. this. Like, she didn't yep. know this. Yeah, this is her baby. Children... <laughs> Is an undead abomination. And um, instead of, like, maybe thinking or dealing with that, she decides to get put out that Sansa isn't kissing her ass hard enough. And, um, you know, her current dragons aren't eating, so she wants to go, she and John go check on them. And this is the thing that's going to drive everyone up the fucking wall, is she encourages John to ride Rhaegal. And, it, like, they act like it's not a big deal. <laughs> like, this is I couldn't stand this yeah, and it just also would have made much more sense after he had learned that he was a Targaryen and I maybe know. was doubting it and then like the dragon writing could have been like confirmation right. yeah but this was just stupid but, but like that would have been cool oh, like he God. storms out and he's upset after finding out the information yeah he's like you know what ride. if I'm a Targaryen I should be able to ride this effing dragon <laughs> he gets on it he's like well and instead we get the scene of them being all flirty, flirty and cutie, and Way that's fine. But like, literally, his omnipotent brother has said, "The dead are coming. They have your child. They've turned it into an undead abomination that you're going to have to kill. And there's no time for any of this. And like, they're just like." Like making out at a waterfall. <laughs> yeah. Like, Meanwhile, what are, you, what are you not understanding about the urgency well, of this? The oh, dragons like, kind of gave him a look, like, uh, guys. That was that drove me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they're just out joyriding. Meanwhile, right. little Ned Umber is somewhere getting murdered. Oh, <laughs> when oh. y'all could be checking on him. Hey, let's make sure he made it. And yeah. I, oh. Yeah, it's probably so harder than that. And just the physics he, of it. He would not have been able to stay on, especially when they did that dive. It's just so... I hate it. It drives me crazy. You could not physically no saddles, grip nothing. on. Yes, there's nothing. They could have built us out. Like, there's nothing to keep them on. They're his not ball that held yeah, up Like, I've place. had problems with her. <laughs> oh, yeah, his ball was... <laughs> did you yeah, guys did, like, see that? Ball. Yeah. <laughs> 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 did what, you what, guys, what did you say a lot? I, so did you guys see that they did like a behind the scenes <laughs> making of for that scene at the green screen and them riding the I don't know what you call it the bowl thing oh yeah like the the butt yeah. I think that's what it's yeah. called yes. <laughs> one of his balls got caught <laughs> in the buck somehow so he's, when he's on the dragon he's Turn like everything he can not to scream <laughs> <laughs> and I mean the, the other thing about this scene is doesn't last season did Danny not say that only Targaryens can ride dragons? <coughs> I yeah, think she did. Did she yeah. say that last season? I think she did. Or was, so she did say that. 
I know the showrunners confirmed it, like on one of the yeah. after the episodes, but yeah. I think she said it in an episode. And now John's just riding a dragon, and that doesn't give her any pause at all. I know. Ugh. And also, like, why do people keep saying three heads of the dragon still when there's only two heads left? Like, I've seen people still insist that Tyrion's the third head of the dragon when there's only two dragons left. There's no three heads. There's only two left. Like, yeah. there's not three. <laughs> the third head is now the Night so King. So the Night one. King's the Targaryen. The Night King is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Night King is Rhaegar. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> there's more. Later. I mean, there's tinfoil. There's certainly foil for that tinfoil later oh, in the yeah, episode, yeah. though. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, the, to to give some kudos, like, I mean, obviously Iceland is, you know, ridiculously beautiful. Yeah. And I think, you know, the dragons do have really expressive faces. And sometimes it's hard to, like, almost remember that they're not real, that they don't, like, dragons aren't real. Because, like, you know, they look really real when you see the faces. Yeah, that was, that was really well done. And I like when they flew over Winterfell. Yeah. Um, I like God, the heart tree. I did like I've never yeah. thought about how big that tree actually is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I mean, it, there were really beautiful shots in it. But yeah, it's just so odd. Like this is this is the scene that you would have had if you had ten episodes and you were like building yeah. their romance, or you know, or as I think it was too said, long. Uh, yeah, it could have been half as long. Yeah. But I mean, if it's after yeah. John finds out, yeah, and this is him, like you know, riding Rhaegal, named after his father, like oh, that, yeah. there's a power yes. to the scene that I think would have worked. You know what it was? Like, they it just was... walk out there, and she's like, "Get on it, let's go." Yeah, you yeah. know what it was? It's, it was expensive to do. They had this idea, and it was super expensive, so they're not yeah. gonna make it like a two-minute scene. Yeah, yeah, that's probably it. So, um, so are you guys ready for some Gendria? <laughs> I guess. So the hound is picking up an order from Gendry, and Arya interrupts them, and the hound complains about how she left him to die. And you know she corrects him to point out that she robbed him first, and you know basically somehow the hound's heart grew three sizes, <laughs> <laughs> and he's you know like overcome by her, and um. Arya and Gendry have this pretty adorable, awkward, sort of flirty reunion, and I can't help but think, you know, Arya is probably still wishing he's shirtless at the forge like he's been in the past. And then they have Gendry say the magic words. I don't know if you guys caught this, but he literally does a "as you wish." Mm. Um, oh. I spooned. Um, <laughs> and she asks Gendry to make her this like pointy-ended staff thing. Out yeah, what of is that? Steel. What was that? <laughs> So I think it's like like a it's like a long pointy staff with a cover. I think it's double sided. Like I thought of it as like a giant exacto knife. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what awesome. it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It's long though, because to me it's yeah. short. It just looked like oh. a little stick with a pointy. Well, there were two pieces. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I think it's, yeah, I'm, it's I'm looking supposed at a to be now. probably longer. That so. double headed axe was pretty damn cool. The yeah. one he gave the hound. That was awesome. Yeah, that's oh, great. for the hound, yeah. Yeah. I'm lo- yeah, I'm looking at the picture of what Arya oh, was giving him, yeah. and it looks like an arrow- arrowhead with, yeah, like a staff, I guess. Oh, but there's yeah. a handle, like it's a sword. Hmm. Oh. it's hmm. interesting. There's any basis <laughs> on a real weapon for that. You know? <laughs> next team, next episode, we're going to see her go to the inn. 
at the, you know, the Crossroads Inn and, like, give very explicit directions to Hot Pie for, like, a very specific, you know, like a, you know, a, some dragon bread or some something. I don't know. Um, I'm rambling. She actually so, wrote dragon glass on this drawing. I'm, like, looking at yeah, it, yeah, too. Yeah, dragon glass. It's this dragon glass. It points to, like, the big, lumpy, crappy-looking thing. <laughs> As so, if we're fighting with anything else now. Yeah. Huh. So okay. they flirt some more, and she leaves them with the smile, and it's like, again, like, if you're a Sand Sand shipper, how angry are you about this? Like, oh, really? God. I can't believe they did, we didn't get any Sand we, Sand. They get nothing, yeah. So um, so we go to John and Sansa talking shop, and we find out that the Glovers are staying put and basically abandoning the Starks, which I feel like... They're slandering, you know, poor book Robet and Galbert Glover, who have been like steadfast, like yes, like super steadfast Stark supporters this whole time. Um, so I, I sort of was angry on on their behalf. Um, so Sansa's still pissed that John bent the knee, and you know, John basically wants credit for the army and the dragons, but Sansa's, you know, really she's worried about Danny's character and basically wonders if John's dick is doing the thinking when it comes to her. Um, which yes, yes yep. it is absolutely <laughs> yep. yes because he he bent the knee after like he didn't bend the knee, knee to her until after she was already gonna be on his side because she had already seen yep. the Viking he had already yep. killed the dragon yeah then he bent the knee mm-hmm. so yeah exactly. I'm, t- I'm with I'm with Sansa here oh Sansa's like just I mean Sansa's dropping truth bombs left oh, and right yeah oh you know yeah right. and I mean Danny also threatened her earlier with the whole dragon yeah. thing. So like we get to and the other scene she did too. Yeah. When she tells John like if she can't respect me, and then they get cut off. But that's it's terrible. Yeah. Kind of like another threat. And he didn't say yeah. anything. Oh, right. He didn't John. say a thing. He's so mm, so whipped. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's whipped. So we get to we're we're nearing the end of the episode, and we kind of we get to these final four like four scenes basically, all of which are um you know really really solid I think. So the first one is um, yeah. Danny and Jorah come to visit Sam and basically give him, you know, the Westerosi Nobel Prize. Um, and John Bradley is so like yeah. he's so good in these next two scenes. Like he's just like delightful. Stole the episode. Yeah, in yeah. I mean, Excellent. just wonderful. And you know, he we, he finds out that Danny not only killed his father but his brother too. And you know, he's. Just the range of emotions um, that you could see cross yeah. his face. So like, quickly. Yes. Great acting. God, it's, it was so good. It was so like a horrible contrast, though, with what we were getting from, again, they probably directed her to do that, but some people were saying they got empathy from Amelia, from um, Danny. I didn't what? see any of that. I saw, like, cold... I didn't get anything. Yeah, I got, like, I could care less. Like, literally tough shit. Right. Like... Because, I mean, we've always been presented the scene of her killing people from her perspective, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's always right. been like, well, you know, bitch had it coming. Yeah. And, you know, okay. this is the first time that even we as an audience really are presented. I mean, kind of with Jamie's scene with her, yeah. but really with with the audience being presented, like being on the other side of that in a way. And, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Sam's Good kind of point. rightful reaction, like, they didn't bend the knee, so you fucking burned them alive? Like, how is this, you know, how is this justice? Like, how are you different? Than, it was right. so hard, anyway. and there was no flicker. Yeah. Like, I was waiting for some flicker of, like, uh, 
she didn't give anything. Like I, no. I don't know yeah. where people are saying they saw. They must be like Danny stands or something. Gosh. I don't know. When I watched it, I thought when, not when he said she said she killed his father. Definitely didn't have it then. But like when he was really upset right before he left, when she was like, "You may leave." I thought like right there, she kind of was like sad about the brother. Like, oh. Um, or was she sad that she knows he's like, you know? I, I thought I forgot that she as, got caught. She was sad. Yeah, that she got that's how I read it as well. Like she was uh, like, "Oh, this is not going to be fun news for him." Yeah, but like, did so? And she didn't tell John. Did Jor not know about this? Yeah, that's did Jor not know about this? Because he's been like, up. "So we're about to go meet this guy, Samuel Tarly." Oh god. And Jor and like Jor and Danny could have been like, "Oh, by the way, oh god." Or did he just call him like Master Sam? Yeah. Sammy so. T. Oh, <laughs> so they did. Oh my God, that was so terrible. Like, so yeah, nobody, she didn't I'll, tell I'll anybody. About that. Oh, like, God. Did nobody tell anybody anything? Because, oh. like, she, Jor at least could have prepared her for who we're going to talk to right now. <sighs> mm. Yeah, that was just. Uh. Um, yeah, so Sam is, is shook, to say the least, and he runs basically to Bran for help, I feel like. And, you know, he didn't run to Bran though. Bran was lurking, waiting for him. Like, <laughs> Bran was waiting for Jamie. Bran <laughs> waiting for everybody. When Bran said "waiting for an old friend," I laughed so hard <laughs> <laughs> yep. because I immediately thought Jamie. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, certainly, you know, I mean, it's so funny though because I mean, he could say the same thing about Theon. And that then, confused you know, when, me. It confused actually, me. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of Jamie right off, but that's funny. Yeah, that's good. That well, you... It would be funny, though, <laughs> if he said that. Like, I'm waiting for an old friend. And then Mira shows up, and he's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for someone. <laughs> Poor Mira. Um, so, Sam, Bran tells Sam that he has to tell John the truth, which I think is really funny that, like, Bran makes John do it. <laughs> Or Sam do it, but I get the reasoning behind it. I mean, yeah, 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 I got it. Can't go yeah. they're close. He'll right. believe him. So yeah. everyone thinks Bran is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, why? I wonder why Bran said now is the time. Like, hmm. it seems like he's starting to direct what? people to places Maybe they need to, to be. Yeah, like because it seems like. Little Ned Umber had to die because I mean I'm sure Bran oh, knew he was gonna like of yeah. everything that Bran can see like he has to know everything that's going on so it kind of seems like he's putting people in the positions they need yeah. to be in like a chess game yeah like Brienne, Brienne move, move, move your leg move your booty you need to be in a different position uh-huh. <laughs> Oh god, I just had a creepy Turn vision of Bran like peeking through a window when they're having sex, like smiling. Bran is us. <laughs> I mean, honestly, in this episode, Bran is so us. Like, yes. yes. Us. Oh my god. Dramatic little bitch yeah. waiting for, like, just, like, letting everything go down. I saw, um,. Someone edited so the John and Danny when they're kissing in front of the dragons, they took the dragons out and they put Bran there. So John looks and he's looking at Bran instead of the dragons. I think I saw that one too. There's another good one where somebody said something about there must be ramps everywhere in Winterfell. Everywhere. Uh, wait, wait, did you guys see they made a, a GoFundMe for build, build Bran a ramp, ramp in Winterfell? Yes. Leave the courtyard. 
God. Yeah, because I saw someone tweeted it at Isaac Hempstead, right? <laughs> That's how I saw that. Are like already just excellent this season, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, People yeah. Are, they are out of control. <laughs> People have done a great job. They've been bottling up this meme energy yeah. for two years. So, um, so Sam goes down in the crypts where John is with this, like, honestly, super realistic statue of Sean Bean. <laughs> Like, it totally looks exactly like Sean Bean. Good craftsmanship, um, yeah. Yeah, the craftsmanship was excellent. Again, wood. So, <laughs> or no, I guess stone. Stone. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That would be 10th anniversary. Um, so, John tries to make some small talk, but Sam is just like, do you know what your girlfriend did? Yeah! <laughs> and, you know, John is surprised, and he genuinely can't make any real excuses for her. And, you know, Sam's kind of like, you know, he knows who John is and he knows what John's character is, but does John know who Danny is? And then, you know, more importantly, does John know who John is? And, you know, he kind of, he breaks the R plus L equals J is canon. Like, it would have been great. Like, he literally could have said that, John, R plus L equals J is canon. (laughs) I love that scene. Like, how he was so angry he thought he was like maybe run up and hit him but like he knows mm. Sam wouldn't lie about something mm. like this and it like it has to be true so he's holding it back but like he doesn't want to believe it. Right. I mean again like Sam is dropping these truth bombs you know it's you know Sam basically is like Danny shouldn't be queen you're the king you gave up your crown to save your people would Danny do the same? How do you and- guys think this no. is going to play out because I feel like if he doesn't tell her, she's gonna be pissed if he tells her. If she doesn't tell her, that's kind of sneaky. That seems like he's like. That's like that's gonna make it. What? Yeah, it's gonna be weird. Like he's trying like, to plot. Yeah, like he's trying to plot on her or something. But yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe. Like, I hope just, she's pissed. Quit his job. Oh, he can't and hide it. Promoted. She should be. She. Yeah, that's a. Th- yeah, exactly. <laughs> unless, yeah, unless he was trying to get her to say, you know what I mean? Say, okay, well tell her the truth and then she'll get so mad as I all give in. You know, he doesn't want to really Oh, like he'll do that but, thing um, where guys are assholes somebody else so that to, you break yeah. up with them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, but I, I hope I she's love mad. What she Sam should said, be. though. Like, you, you gave up <laughs> yeah. your crown to save your people. Would she do the same? Nope. I love that line. And yeah. I yeah. So. Nope. They're, they're like, these people are like giving him the truth and he just doesn't want to listen. I mean, they're being really heavy-handed with the Danny's bad too. Like, it's sort of comical. Like, okay, we get oh, it. God. Like, yeah. you know. Um. So then we we get to the second to last scene, and you know, I don't know about you guys, but I was pretty much completely spoiled for this episode. But I was not spoiled for this scene. Um. Maybe just probably didn't pay attention to anyone that I'm sure literally said exactly everything that was going to happen. Um. So and plus, let's be also be fair. I put my TV on the brightest setting. I watch the scene on my fo- on like you know a phone with a great resolution. I mean, you you still can't see shit, and it's like oh, appalling. So it's really, I mean, indoors, like in King's Landing, everywhere, dark. Like you, someplace they gotta have enough money for light. You know, yeah, it's buy ridiculous. a fucking lamp. Yeah, it's terrible. So, um, so as far as I can tell, Tormund and Barrack and you know other red shirts are roaming the grounds of somewhere. And they run into Dolores, Ed, and the survivors of the Night Watch. And it's this, you know, at first it's kind of funny because, you know, Ed thinks Tormund's a white because of his blue eyes. And Tormund's like, my eyes have always been blue. And I'm like, oh, I'm actually enjoying you again. Like, yay. I hated that. I really, oh, really? I, like, this is like, I don't need this levity, guys. That's okay. Oh, yeah, I like the levity. Meh. Um, I like it. So the scene 
So to be fair, lot the scene does get considerably less cute um, when Ed shows them, <laughs> shows them what they Sound found. Sound like Cersei. Good. Which is yeah, poor, you know, poor dead little Ned Umber, nailed to a wall and surrounded by severed limbs. So okay, uh, they, the truth uh, not go well. They know this. Like they know that they turn. <laughs> like why they know? How is that a surprise? They know that they are animated again. Like what? Did you guys see the meme where it was um, Game of Thrones spoilers out of with no context and it was like no context, yeah. yeah. The middle <laughs> and then a bunch of shrimp <laughs> Wait, oh, I missed all of that. What did you say? It was a picture of it was a picture of um, Game of Thrones spoilers with no context, and it was the picture was of like shrimp cocktail sauce in the middle, <laughs> surrounded by breaded pieces of shrimp arranged Facing in the a direction. circle. <laughs> 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 so anyway, um, I, yeah, oh, go I, ahead. I was just say I know this has kind of been floating around out there anyway, but I did have this thought when I saw that it does resemble the Targaryen sigil. Oh, totally. Does I it not? Agree. It no, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of made me want to go back and look at other scenes to see, like, do you know, do some of these other artistic the things. Yeah, they, they do have them in the other. Yeah. They look like sometime, like, you know, is there, or is it always sort of like a Targaryen sigil? It's always the spiral, yeah, like, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Like, I'll Yeah, every it time it's a spiral. I'm, so yeah, that dude is a Targaryen. He's a Targaryen. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So, you know, little undead Ned comes to life, and he has this great scream, and, like, that kid's having the time of his life um, <laughs> doing the acting. But, yeah, when they set, when they set everything ablaze, it, it's totally Targaryen sigil. So I watched, like, the behind-the-scenes for this as well, and they showed how they had, like, a little person as the stunt double for yeah. the child. Yeah. Uh, Did you guys see this? No. And... They had to um, recreate like a fire-proof um, mask oh. that, um, he, this, and they lit him on fire. <laughs> oh my god! And he like flails and kicks, and it's pretty amazing. Oh, like wow. my hats off to that stump wow. double because that was terrifying looking, and it was so good the that. protective um, stuff he was wearing. He had to ask them after like they like extinguished him. So was I on fire? Oh wow! <laughs> even know. That's good safety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and again, like for all the shit we give the writing, like the writing and the lighting, so things ending in ing, um, <laughs> like all the other aspects of the show are like really good, you know, like yeah, the spectacle is yeah. like second to none. Yeah, yeah. you just have to turn off your brain, I guess. But yeah. you know, I'm so intelligent that it's hard for me to do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, good times. <laughs> So, Tormund, Ed, and company realize that the dead are between them and Winterfell, and they need to hustle to get to Winterfell first, which, again, if only there were any of several ways for anyone at Winterfell to maybe go over the action and see what was happening with, like, a dragon or through the eyes of, you know, ravens or, you know, or something. It seems like there should be another way for them to know about this, but, you know, who am I? My question is, like, why is, is the Night King just, like, chilling, waiting for the army to march? Like, because he could have been, like, at King's Landing by now. Oh, yeah, especially if Yeah, but it took him, like, six years to get from the Fist of the First Men to the Wall. But he didn't have a dragon. Right. 
But I'm, yeah, that's true. I mean, I feel like he could go do whatever he wanted to do right now. Yeah, but he knows that he's underpowered in the in the sky, so I sort of feel like, um, you know, yeah, I don't know. But with those javelin skills, that's the other thing. Yeah, like, I was about to say he's a Olympic javelin thrower, so I right. Mean... <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys ready? We've been waiting for so long for this. <laughs> So I knew we, right away, and I wasn't spoiled did. on it. I was like, I recognize that back anywhere. No. <laughs> so we, we cut back to Winterfell, <laughs> and we see, you know, it looks like almost refugees coming into town. And, you know, there's one in particular, and he, he's kind of slumping in the saddle almost. It totally reminded me of, um, kind of reminded me of Scourge and Thor Ragnarok when he's, like, um, like, <laughs> disguising himself to get on the, sh- the ship at the end. I don't know. I always have to have a Thor <laughs> Ragnarok. Um, so he shakes off his cloak, shakes his hair out a little bit, turns his gorgeous head, and it's Jamie. Oh my god, it's Jamie Lannister. <laughs> and he turns and locks eyes with Bran. Oh, snap. That was a and, great expression. Yep. Oh my god. Oh my god. And that's how our that's how our first episode ends, much like the first episode of um, the first episode of the first season between that moment between Bran and Jamie. Um, if Jamie had like fallen over, that would have been like kind so. Of like funny. Jamie thinks <laughs> this trip the Jamie right, basically <laughs> thinks Bran's dead, right? He would have no way of knowing that Bran would be alive ever, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah he I mean, he's dead, and he's probably not recognizing the grown face. You know, he's coming to realizations of the grown face. You know, versus a little kid, and well, and from his, before. you know, he also would think that Bran. You know, as far as he knew, Bran doesn't remember anything. So, you know, like, Brand he doesn't really oh, yeah. look at him. Yeah, yeah, why would Bran be staring at him? Yeah. Right. Shocker, well, yeah. he's so looking. But, I mean, <laughs> pretty eyes. Obviously. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so it looks like next week we see, you know, as has been written in, you know, five billion fanfics in the last eight years, um, you know, basically the trial of Jamie Lannister in front of Danny and what will happen. So oh, I think yeah. he's going to make it. For at least the episode. <laughs> Just saying. Why are we doing this? <laughs> I got so annoyed at the previews for next week. I was like, like, y'all just saw him like a month ago. Like, what are we doing? What's well, right. Yeah. And didn't, like, didn't Danny basically, weren't they like all, you know, peace in our time. Let's all yeah, be friends. Like, you knew, he, you knew yeah. he was coming. You yeah. knew he was coming. Like, I don't want to Yeah. I think it's just, I mean, is it too get the truth out about Aries? Is it to... Well, didn't somebody tell her already? Did Barristan? Didn't yeah, somebody Tyrion. tell her? Yeah, she, okay. she, she, so she knows. Her, yeah. So she needs to no, shut yeah. up. Tyrion told her. Tyrion told her. Okay, Tyrion, okay. Tyrion okay. told her he, yeah. he killed your father. Like, my brother told me why okay. he did it because your father was going to burn off King's Landing. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so she even got the wildfire. So she's full of crap. Right, and it's sort of like the North yeah. should be like, yeah, fucker was going to kill everyone in King's Landing and he killed our lord and his heir. Yeah, th- well. I mean, that have never know? made any sense to me. I'm sorry, any person with half a brain, even before they found out of the wildfire, I'm sorry, the lesser of two evils, you do the right thing. You can. I, it's so dumb. It's always been dumb to me. Well, and why exactly. they can't. Yeah, they well, called him dumb. the Mad King. It's not like they called him the, the good. Oh, he, I know. That Kingslayer killed king good king. Ever. I was like, somebody had right. the damn guts to, like, like everybody else are too cowardly and he had the guts to do it. Save everybody. Sacred else. oath. Jeez. Sacred oath. <laughs> oh, <laughs> your olds. 
Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, you know, were there? What were your general impressions of the episode? Um, you know, compared to maybe season seven, or just compared to your expectations? Mm. It was a lot of setup. I mean, I didn't have a whole lot of expectations for the first one because they're just putting everyone on their launching pads, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Um. They handled John and Arya's reunion yeah. great, so I love that. And I mean, I love Jamie showing yeah, up at yeah. the end. And so, I mean, I there were I had problems with it, but whatever. I'm trying to be as positive and I, as I can about the show this year because it's the only ending yeah, we're gonna get. Yeah, so nothing like, that's like where, that's where yeah. I'm at now. But I, I just I like need it. I need Daenerys to die so I can enjoy <laughs> this show a little more. <laughs> I just I need. Don't think she does. Oh. I need them to have more internal logic. Like, they're they again they they consistently lack internal logic, and it it draws you out of the story when you're thinking like, yeah. why are you know why are they doing that? She knows that they, and that just you know it seems like with all the money that they have, they could hire someone to you know look at their scripts basically. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, and like it's it's hard to turn your brain off when you're so immersed in it. Like I. Yeah. Yeah. And I think lot, you know, I think your suggestion of John, you know, kind of running to Rhaegal after he learned the truth from Sam, like, once you, you know, once that thought is in your head, it's like, yeah, that scene would have been so good. Like, it kind of. So much better. Yeah. Yeah. And I really wish that, I really wish that's the direction it would have gone and kind of sours it. I mean, clearly, (laughs) what the hell are you doing with your life? Who is this Dave Hill character <laughs> that wrote this episode? Come on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wasn't unhappy. Like, I wasn't embarrassed to watch the show. Like, I was, you know, like, I'm right. sorry, but that White Hunt episode, like, I'm embarrassed for that. That was yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. Yes. Was and, bad. like, it was, you know, the repeat yeah. of it was on um, Sunday, and I was, you know, making dinner and stuff. And, you know, so it was on the TV, so I couldn't see it, but I could hear it in the kitchen. And, like, God, even hearing this just sounds so stupid. Like, just I mean, that's the, the kind of sad it. thing. It's like the dialogue has gone so downhill. I mean, it's like, it's fun. It like, I can have fair. fun I mean, with it, and it's better yeah. than the fifth season, but it's like the dialogue is just soap opera, really terrible. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first dialogue of this season was a dick joke. But yeah, my um, my little sister, she finally, like, she's over the last two months, maybe she's binged all of them. Okay, and, like, what the, kind, the kinds of questions she would ask me through, like, seasons one through four were, like, questions that you want to be asked about the show. And then, like, season five on, she's been like, why are they doing this? This seems dumb. See, that's good. And has she read the books or not? Is she not? No, she hasn't read the books. Oh, good, good. Okay, because I always feel like everybody's always like, like, you're a book reader. You're snobby. Yeah, book snob. Book snob. It's good to hear that. Like, no, and I think that's where the point about the internal logic is. Like, I'm not asking for them to have the logic against that. I can shit on the show without bringing the books up. Right. So, like, like if a fresh person, like, if your sister watched that fresh and still had those, then something's wrong. You know, it's not just us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, she asked about, like, she was like, why would Littlefinger send Sansa to Ramsey? Shouldn't he know what, like, what <laughs> Ramsey is? Or, like, this and that. I'm like, yeah, he yes. should. Were you so proud <laughs> of her? <laughs> I was. I was like, I'm like, I'm glad you're asking these questions, but just don't think about it because you're just gonna get frustrated. <laughs> Aww. How I felt about 
the first episode was I just immersed myself completely, like my first watch, and I just like enjoyed every second of it. But like my second watch, that's when I like really critiqued everything. <laughs> I mean, of course, some things like came out in the first episode, but I just kind of ignored them and just enjoyed it. Yeah. So I try to look at it at both ways, so I can yeah, it, but have that yeah. like watch. And maybe now too that you know I think. I don't know about you guys, but were you guys all spoiled for this episode? Nope. No. I oh, okay. No, okay. I watched, like, so nothing. I've been so... Okay. Oh, I was pretty spoiled. Yeah, I was pretty yeah, spoiled. Yeah, I was pretty spoiled. Yeah. So, you know, maybe, you know, basically at this point having the rest of the... Having maybe some... Maybe some spoilers. We don't really know for sure, but yeah. I feel, like, a little more certain about them um, for the season but not really having any details, you know, and kind of going into the, into the episodes fresh will make a difference too. like, you know, in, because I I think nothing happened this episode we weren't expecting other than the Ned Umber stuff, you know, which was like classic horror show, which is cool, but yeah, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll see. Yeah. What happens, I guess. That was probably some of the highlights for me for this episode was definitely the Ned Umber the grisly gruesomeness mm-hmm. of that well, and of Sam yeah. <laughs> Sam's scene was amazing um, yeah. both of them with John yeah. and Danny oh, I liked that was so good I thought Sam and Arya and you know obviously Jamie the Ned Umber scene and then you know Jamie at the end and actually I enjoyed everything Bran I enjoyed every moment Bran was on screen like <laughs> <laughs> I mean frankly I kind of enjoyed every moment Sansa was on screen too yeah, Sansa yeah. Yes. another one yeah, yeah like, Sansa I, she's going up in my like I've always yeah. kind of liked her on a show but she has yeah, definitely loves Sansa like all of the Stark children you know other than John who just you know is yeah, again you unfortunate know, the only the only one critique I have of the way Sans is being written is she's not being subtle enough. Um, you think she would have learned more about manipulation? Well, yeah, that's uh, a good point. Yeah, yeah. this written hard on set. Mm, that's not what she would have learned from Marjorie, you know, no, or Littlefinger for that <laughs> yeah. for that matter. Although show Littlefinger was kind of mustache twirling, but I mean, yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. Well, um, do we have any mail? Yes, we've got like quite a few. We got some really nice fan mail this week. So I'll start with uh, this is from Mitchell. And hey, close the door crew. I finally found enough free time to catch up. Almost. I love the Theon discussion, and I have to send thanks for making me do the thing where I laugh too loud and have to explain to my coworkers what happened. Yay! <laughs> when there was a, a long pause while everyone tried to think of a good decision Theon made. Also, so glad to find out. <laughs> So glad to finally hear about other people being disgusted by Theon's treatment of the captain's daughter. Below, I have a list of my favorite Theon moments you missed. Anyway, I'm fully ready to be furious about season eight. Best Mitchell. And then here's, here's his best moments. Um, swells with Ironborn pride when Ramsay complains about how hard it was to take back Moat Kaelin. Um, fun father-son dynamic in his re- relationship with Dagmir Clefjaw. Has a heart-to-heart with Barbary Dustin, sort of. Thinks he sees Bran in the heart tree. Ooh, so spooky. And seems to reclaim some of his identity. And um, his final one was recognizing Asha the second time around. Heartbreaking, though. Oh. Oh, I I love him. I can't wait until he comes to Winterfell. Yeah. Um, Do y'all think he dies in the show? Oh. Yeah. Maybe. 
gosh. <laughs> I'm sort of like more, maybe like 70% he dies, but I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. Uh, if he and Asha were going to oh. Winterfell, like if she would have been going to, I would have said she would die and he wouldn't. But now I'm kind of feeling like he might die. Yeah. Like he has yeah, to die at Winterfell kind oh, of thing. Yeah. Because then they'd use it for drama if she was there too, like to make him feel bad, you know, that kind of thing. But, ugh. Yeah. But like I, I kind of, I'm starting to feel like he has to die at Winterfell. Oh gosh. And prove he's a real star. And he's one of the ones that, like, and I, I think he makes it. Like in the books, I've always. I think he makes it in the books too. Oh, that'll yeah. be interesting. Because I mean, I, I know they said that the main ones who die, but I wonder if some of the secondary characters won't, you know, what I mean, won't die in the. And like books, that's that's kind of what I think. Like the main, main, I think the main five yeah. plus Sansa. The show, like their show ending, will be the same as the book, more or less. But I think it's like oh, the secondary and tertiary characters that yeah. will differ. So there's hope for Theon yet, maybe. <laughs> okay, the next one is um, Hello, ladies. I want to start by saying how fantastic you are. From drunk cast to spouse cast, I just can't get enough. However, I feel the need for a walk of shame as I only started listing about 10 days ago. That's okay. <laughs> feel free I'll to berate Yeah, yeah. <laughs> feel free to berate me and ring that bell, LOL. So far, I'm at episode 88. Wow, I'm always impressed how quickly Ten people days? make it through in <laughs> 10 days. Jeez. <laughs> You're like the intern on James Corden's show. That's <laughs> impressive. And eager to catch up. That's really impressive. Yes. <laughs> They're eager to catch up before the start of season 8, although I know that won't happen with only a week to go. My OCD will not allow me to skip forward. It'll be like starting a dance, then reading from Game of Thrones. I've only been in the online fandom via YouTube and Podbean, so no UK iTunes review from me, but I'm spreading the lovely raven by word of mouth. Oh, thanks. Good, good stuff. <laughs> Until recently, all I could do was talk at people about the awesomeness of the Thrones as nobody I knew had watched or read the series. I swear I'm surrounded by savages. Apart from my brother-in-law, who thinks I'm a book purist because the characters upgraded plot armor and the whole whited dragon thing riled me up last season. But with two recent converts <laughs> to the show, I can finally talk about it with actual people. Yay! My daughter and her friend have had theories, awesome deaths, and character love for years from me. Heard them, sorry. And finally wore them down, lol. Maybe I should think about joining one of the faiths. On second thoughts, no. Mel would burn me as a godless heathen. The seven would torture and shame me as a sinner. And the drowned god have me thrown overboard and the old gods don't have priests. So... Okay. <laughs> Sky Atlantic has been running a season per weekend on the run-up, and all I hear is no. And what... Every week she wants more Jamie, more John, more Brienne, more dragons. Just one more episode. And she said afterwards they discussed the plots. Um, I wonder what we look like to outsiders getting so emotional and passionate. Anyway, back to the reason for this email. I got a got cookbook <laughs> and trivia for Mother's Day this year, which I'm happy to share from. We have, what did she say? We have um, themed mini midnight feast for premiere night as it's like 2 a.m. here, but I don't care because I've been waiting two years for this. That sounds fun. Wow. With the reunion wow. out of the way and Jamie finally headed north, I'm giddy at the thought of this arrival. Will he be jealous of Tormund's obvious suggestive behavior? Will that or the impending death give him a well-needed kick up his shapely ass to tell Brienne how he feels? I have so many questions and so few episodes to get the answers I need. I swear there will be an increase in nervous breakdowns by the end. What will you all think of the? Okay, what did you all think of the second teaser? An empty Winterfell, snow falling, roofless rooms, weapons and um, strewn hither and yon, and long call left on the ground, covered in blood. My reaction is, oh my God, it's happening! What happened? Is anybody alive? 
My daughter said, No, they can't kill John. That's enough for me today. I think I should shall bid you the blessings of the gods old and new to continue my journey of converting the small folk. And signed, Alisane Blackwood. <laughs> I don't oh know. <laughs> that promo or the, the, the promo, it just gave me kind of like... It felt kind of... Okay, first it felt kind of lame. Like, can't you just give me a real, like, promo? <laughs> but then it also kind of reiterated, yeah, people are going to die. <laughs> this is going to suck. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and I mean, we know from filming spoilers that, you know, Winterfell's destroyed, right? So... Mm. What? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was obvious from, like, the trailers, I felt yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, the winter, yeah, Winterfell falls. Uh, yeah, yeah. Winterfell, except I mean, it kind of seems right. like how could it not? You know, no matter how, even they have their issues, and even if you were the most well, you know, well stocked place, I don't see how they could have, you know, held it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so. Hey, ladies, this is the next email. I've been listening to your podcast for out a year now, perfectly timed for the beginning of the last season of Game of Thrones. I've caught up. I'm one of those weird people who have read the Song of Ice and Fire books but have never seen a single episode of Game of Thrones. I gained all my knowledge about the show existing in this weird modern pop cultural bubble that is the internet by listening to your podcast. I really, really oh, like... God. <laughs> I really, really like Close the Door. I've enjoyed every episode. You ladies are smart and thoughtful and just amazing. I like um, Jamie and Brianna a lot, and it was fun listening to your thoughts about it and about both versions of this story as a whole. I'll actually be watching the eighth season simply because God knows we'll never get the books, and I want to see at least some kind of ending. (laughs) I hope the ones... Okay, I hope the ones of you that are watching have a lot of fun with it. So at this point, I just want to say thank you. It's a big caps for all the entertaining hours. I'm looking forward to hearing more from you. Have a good season eight and a nice week. Greetings from Germany, Barbara. Oh, that's nice. These are so nice. Like one of us. These and are also sweet. Like these are like great. Like they're always great, but these are so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and um... I was gonna just say, just to be clear, the others are all watching. They're just not podcasting. Yeah, yeah. So you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of us. <laughs> yeah, those bitches are all watching. <laughs> <laughs> and our final mail is from Tumblr. And I believe this one was anonymous. It says, Hello, ladies and occasional gents. I just want to let you know that I'm currently listening to all of your Cersei episodes, and my God, I am living. Ha ha ha. Thank you so much for all your hard work. I'm sorry, your work and passion. And please never stop podcasting. Aww. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah, that was right. And we really appreciate the mail. And, you know, send more. We like mail. Yep. <laughs> you can you can email us. You can send us mail by emailing us at close the door end at gmail dot com, or you can find us on Tumblr at close the door and come here. You can find us on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, all the other places at close the door and come here. You can also become our Patreon and support us, um, help us get some good wood for our fifth <laughs> for our fifth anniversary on uh, on Patreon. Um, I totally lost track. I 100% forgot what I was going to say. I'm sure it was really. <laughs> threw yourself off with the wood joke (laughs) (laughs) I distracted myself with wood I'm I'm like done Um, (laughs) Patreon Patreon's great Patreon yes become a Patreon (laughs) oh I know what I was going to (laughs) say this is really ironic (laughs) leave us an iTunes review (laughs) 
<laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> like maybe not based on like the last minute maybe just like based <laughs> the on rest of the episode <laughs> I was really enjoying this episode up until the 1059 <laughs> 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 this idiot uh, anyway um, thank you thank you everyone for joining us um, it does seem like it's been 80, 84 years since we've had a Game of Thrones episode so um, I hope fun. we, yeah, we have the balance of, you know, enjoying what we can and criticizing what we have to. So, <laughs> I, with that said, I'm closing the door. Get out. <laughs>